1: Welcome to House of Cards, Dave Weishelder with you here, deep from the swamps of Jersey. we got a great show coming up for you. We've all seen the news about the suspended NFL players violating the NFL gambling policy because they were placing bets when they shouldn't have, or the trouble the coach of the University of Alabama baseball team got into because of alleged suspicious betting activity. Well, how are those suspicious bets detected, and who is the company that finds out all about these problematic wagers? We're going to find out a lot about that process because coming up, I'm talking with Matthew Holt. Matt is the founder and CEO of U.S integrity and when it comes to integrity monitoring and fraud detection they are in my opinion the best in the business when we come back we're talking about gambling and u.s integrity so stick around we'll be right back with house of cards hey this is day white shuttle from house of cards with your house of cards gaming report for the week of july 10th 2023 The 11th bid has come in for one of the New York City area casino licenses. Commercial real estate developer Silverstein Properties, in partnership with Greenwood Gaming, announced plans for a mixed-use development with a 600,000-square-foot casino and a 1,000-room hotel. The site used to be a Mercedes-Benz dealership and sits adjacent to the Javits Convention Center. The property will also feature 12 restaurants, an art gallery, and a performance venue iGaming and online poker is officially legal in Rhode Island. Governor Daniel McKee signed bills into law which would give the Ocean State online casinos as well as online poker sites. The bills will give iGaming control to Bally's Corporation, which runs two casinos in the state, Twin River Lincoln Casino and Resort and Tiverton Casino and Hotel. The proposed start date for online gambling in Rhode Island is March of 2024. And finally, Las Vegas based company Las Vegas Spaceport was granted permission to sell stock in order to raise money for its planned spaceport, where they will launch manned space flights to a space hotel. The site will be located outside of Pahrump, Nevada, and since this is Nevada, they also plan on building a casino hotel at the site as well. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC
0: Radio. listening to house of cards your majesty the royal wrestlers await i'll bet on the little guy how much three thousand guineas two geese and a duck that's a foul bet <laughs>
1: Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave out with you. Anyone who works in the gambling world or follows industry news has heard the name U.S. Integrity. As a gaming attorney, I think I'm reading about them every week because, for me, they are simply the best company when you're talking about sports betting compliance and fraud prevention. That's why I'm excited to talk to our next guest. Matthew Holt is the founder and CEO of U.S. Integrity, and he's going to tell us all about this incredible company because he's on the line with us right now. Matt, thanks for coming on.
4: Yeah, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it.
1: I couldn't wait to talk to you because, as I said, U.S. Integrity is such an amazing company, and it does such great, great work in the gaming industry. But in, in terms of background, what did you do in the gaming industry, and what led you to create U.S. Integrity?
4: So prior to this, I was an executive at a company called Cantor Gaming. You know, we were the largest licensed sports book operator in Nevada for a period of time, probably 2010 to approximately 2016. Launched the first regulated mobile sportsbook app in the state of Nevada. Um, and I also was the COO of their sister company, CG Analytics, because in Nevada, you have to have uh, we get by odds from a licensed information service provider. Mm-hmm. So at Cantor, we bought one, incorporated it into uh, our business, and then I was running that. And it was interesting, in, in about 2012, because none of the other casinos here had launched mobile sportsbook apps yet, we did like 1.3 billion I think in handle oh. in 2012 at a time when the state was only like 2.7 billion so we were almost 50% of the entire Nevada and thus at that point US legal wow. sports yeah. betting market. So we started working with a lot of the professional and collegiate sports leagues for some fairly rudimentary game integrity data sharing, you know, uh sort of work to make sure that we were the the thought being that look if a lot of this illegal activity was happening you know with bookies in the illegal market some of it may funnel up to Vegas sure. cuz people want that quick cash um, so get working so closely with the leagues for so many years in late 2017 i had a pretty good indication that paspo is going to be re- repealed in q2 of 2018 And those first four states that already had regs in place, Pennsylvania, Delaware, Mississippi, and New Jersey, all had mandates that operators contract with a licensed independent integrity monitor, and there really weren't any. So we basically started U.S. Integrity in the spring of 2018 to fill regulatory mandates. Uh, and very rapidly as we started signing operators, the leagues really liked the fact that we were a technology and data-driven firm, that we were truly independent and conflict-free. We weren't making odds. We weren't managing risk. We were truly in an in, in, you know, impartial, unbiased integrity firm. So in 2018, we participated in an RFP with 13 other companies, all the big names you can imagine, the big data companies, Genius, Radar, et cetera, Stats Perform, to be the official integrity provider for the SEC. We won that contract because we were conflict free. Mm-hmm. And then really it's skyrocketed since. Now, you know, fast forward five years later, we have over 160 clients, almost every major professional collegiate sport league. NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, UFC, NASCAR, PGA, SEC, Pac-12, Big 12, all the way down <laughs> the line. Um, and I think 93 of 96 regulated sports books across America were licensed in 37 states, Ontario, uh, Puerto Rico. So we're pretty excited about where we're at. We truly feel like we live in the the epicenter of the regulated sports betting industry, regulators, operators, and, and leagues, teams, conferences, universities all send us information in. We aggregate information in real time and send out reports in real time to all of those stakeholders. And, you know, we're really excited about how we got here and in the clientele list we have but i think we're even more excited about what we continue to do in the industry moving forward
1: yeah i i I read about you guys all the time in the news and it's just incredible what you guys are doing in the industry but for people who may not be familiar with the ins and outs of the gaming industry around the country who are listening right now tell us what is the mission with regard to sports betting and the gambling industries for u.s integrity
4: Sure. At the end of the day, it's to make sure that the events are – that it's a fair and equitable betting market for all participants involved. And, you know, it's no different than the stock market. If you're going to invest your retirement account or your hard-earned money into the stock market, you want to know that it is a fair and equitable market that you are putting your money into something that's honest and and fair and that the companies are all trying their best to be successful – And it's the same thing on sports betting. We want people to know that when they place their money down, whether it's, you know, very small entertainment style bets or more sophisticated wagers, that this is a fair and equitable market. And one of the things that always struck me before we started this company was I saw an interview with the president of La Liga. And for anyone who's not familiar with La Liga, uh, the, the the soccer league, it's as big as any professional league we have here. So let's mm-hmm. call it the equivalent in the size of the NBA. It's so popular there. Um, and he came out and said, look, conservatively, eight to ten matches were fixed a year in his league. And I just thought, there's just no possible way Adam Silver or Roger Goodell <laughs> yeah. or are ever coming out and saying, well, conservatively, eight to ten of our matches will be fixed this year. And having the American society, not just the betting society, but society as a whole, because sports is so entrenched in our lives, saying, oh, 8 to 10, that's not too bad this year. That's just not who we are. We're not going to take that. But in order for us to say, hey, that's a standard we can never get to, we can never get to that being the standard – it takes commitment from all sides we call it information cooperation collaboration we need to get as much information as possible in real time we need to get the cooperation of the gaming regulators and the licensed sportsbook operators to deliver us their feedback and observations in real time and we need the commitment and collaboration from the sports leagues that they're going to do everything they can investigate you know every instance that gets raised to to them and share information when possible to make sure that their commitment to integrity is at the very highest level. And I can honestly say in the last five years, I think all three stakeholder groups are as committed as, as anything, anything I've ever seen from anybody. And thus that's why I think we've had so much success and that the industry in the U.S. is, is skyrocketing the way it is.
1: One of the incredible things that U.S. integrity does and its chief purpose is integrity monitoring. And when I think of that term and when I think of the enormous amount of sports betting and gaming going on in different jurisdictions in this country, I am amazed at the job U.S. integrity does. When we say the term integrity monitoring, what tools do you use to carry out, which I would imagine is an incredibly difficult job of integrity monitoring?
4: So at the end of the day, first of all, it's not just match fixing. That makes up a very small portion of the incidents we catch. A lot of people automatically go to match fixing when they hear about integrity monitoring, but it's misuse of insider information. It's illegal betting. It's prohibited bettors, you know, athletes betting on their own events or people that shouldn't be allowed to wager. So it's a really large piece of of, of of you know investigative work that we do. At the end of the day, we send out fifteen to eighteen alerts a month on average. About half of those alerts lead to suspensions to sports betting activity. And really, what we're doing is we're pulling in data in real time. So we have odds feeds coming in in real time, and in some states, real betting feeds coming in in real time. So the actual bets flowing through the system in real time we get anonymous reports we get reports from the operators in real time and anytime something gets elevated it goes to one of our analysts our analysts investigate it further very quickly to see if it raises to the level of alert and if it does then we send out an alert in real time to all uh regulated sports book operators across the country anonymizing where the information came from showing them what type of um, you know a suspicious or abnormal activity was identified to see if they also identified any of that activity. Then we aggregate all the responses we get. Sportsbooks all have six hours to respond to these alerts. After that six hours is up, we aggregate the responses. Usually it's about a 100 of them, put all the information together, see what jurisdictions are affected, put together a really comprehensive and robust report, and then in real time get that report out to the appropriate Uh, investigative agencies in those jurisdictions so they could take the immediate action of halting betting, suspending betting, uh, voiding wagers, holding wagers, whatever they need to do so they can start the investigation on their side.
1: Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. For more than 30 years, SCCG management has set a standard of excellence unmatched in the global gaming industry. From startups to established companies, SCCG Management and its team of experienced leaders help each of their clients navigate the ever-changing, fast-moving business of gaming in all its forms. Sports betting, iGaming, eSports, casino technology, SCCG Management provides a global network to connect its clients with the right strategic partners for growth on a global scale. SCCG also works with entrepreneurs, providing capital and resources to assist in the development of new and innovative Products and platforms. Whether you're looking to enter the U.S. market, expand your reach to other parts of the world, or establish your business in the global gaming industry, look to SCCG Management for the guidance you need. SCCGManagement.com Expert Solutions for Strategic Success.
5: breaks the IRS has ever offered call 800-353-2174 800-353-2174 one-stop tax relief has resolved thousands of cases since 2014 and saved clients millions of dollars call now for a free consultation get the IRS off your back call 800-353-2174 800-353-2174 one-stop
2: tax relief shop
6: Spectrum Gaming rides again with the return of the Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga this August 14th through the 16th at the Saratoga Hilton in Saratoga Springs, New York. The Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga is the premier national forum for industry decision makers, advocates, and patrons to discuss and analyze gaming trends in all sectors of the industry. Over 50 experts on more than a dozen panels all meeting for three days to examine the critical issues facing the gaming industry and share their ideas and insights. Register today at racingandgamingsaratoga.com to reserve your seat. And be sure and check out the website for full agenda and conference speaker list. The Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga this August 14th through the 16th at the Saratoga Hilton in Saratoga Springs, New York. Register today at
1: racingandgamingsaratoga.com. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. do i want
0: that oh yeah you want that well fantastic then
1: Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishato with you. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Matthew Holt, founder and CEO of U.S. Integrity. Since you founded U.S. Integrity, how much has technology changed with regard to integrity monitoring? I mean, I've interviewed companies that are coming out with new apps and new ways to bet. I mean, I interviewed a company that has an app on your phone that can tell you that will give you customized bets based on the game you're watching on television. So technology is constantly changing and evolving. I'm just curious, when it comes to U.S. integrity, how has your technology and your process in fraud detection developed over the years?
4: Uh, Look, I think the technology has given us advantages that nobody had years ago. I mean, let's think of, like, something that got caught in Nevada. So Arizona State back in 1995. Those guys literally fixed four games before they got caught, and people were asking questions. But now, because we could see interstate wagers and people coming in from different jurisdictions and data coming in in real time, most times we're going to catch these things on the very first attempt. And it's not just the technology on our ability to ingest, identify, use AI to identify different types of abnormalities on different markets. But the ability for people to communicate with each other, to get information to us, have that information redisseminated and back to us again, aggregated within minutes, is just amazing now. So we have all these advantages that folks didn't have. And you have to remember, every time somebody logs into a regulated sports betting app in any state – so the rules are a little different in every state – in terms of integrity monitoring and data sharing and all this stuff, but where they're not different in any of the states is around geolocation. Okay. So, yeah. So the second you log into a regulated sports betting app, anywhere in the country, you're geolocated to a three foot radius. So if you're at a, a, you know, a team facility or a practice, you're at the arena at a time when there's only team personnel there, players, coaches, trainers, et cetera. It's pretty easy to identify when folks are betting in a situation where they shouldn't be betting. And so I think technology has certainly made our lives easier, our ability to identify things better. And what we're seeing right now is the system is working. And because the system is working, we're seeing a big wave of people getting busted lately. You know, we saw all these schools, Iowa, Iowa yeah. State, the, yeah. all the NFL players, Alabama, Cincinnati, But at the end of the day, we have to remember sports betting is new to a lot of these professional and collegiate athletes, coaches, stakeholders, etc. And as they start to learn and understand that you are geolocated, that all your information is there when you signed up for this account, that you're being tracked every second you're on this app, I think we're going to start to see some of those that don't have malicious intent. They're not trying to fix matches. They're not trying to manipulate games, but rather they're just... Sort of not following the rules because they may not have fully understood them. I think we'll start to see those, uh, instances really start to go down quite a bit and we'll get back to focusing on people that are trying to manipulate events or are, you know, the ones that are causing problems trying to fix games and, and we could spend more time focusing on that. But I never take all of the recent incidents as oh, wow, this is happening because sports betting is legal. No, this is happening because the systems, the protocols, the guardrails we put in place are working. This is the proof that they're working, and I think that's the best deterrent that there is.
1: You know, you predicted my next question. Different states have different rules and regulations. I'm, I'm wondering, for U.S. integrity, does the process of detection differ when it comes to different states, or do the tools and the process that you employ work across all jurisdictions?
4: They tend to work across most jurisdictions, but you're right. The rules are drastically yeah. different. Our ability to get data in real time is drastically different and One of the things we have to remember about the u s is it's not just fifty states fifty sets of rules and and really fifty two because let's include the District of Columbia who has sports books, has their own sports betting lottery has a sports book in a you know in a, in an arena that has a professional basketball and hockey team. Puerto Rico as well, many of the US operators are now licensed in Puerto Rico operating there as we are. So but anyway, it's not just 52 states or 52 jurisdictions, 52 sets of rules. When you factor in the over 240 tribal jurisdictions across the country. Yeah. And the fact that each of them has negotiated their own compact, which is basically their own gaming laws, we literally have almost 300 gaming jurisdictions with 300 different sets of rules. (laughs) And one of the things we talk about when we do a lot of the education and awareness training we do, especially on collegiate campuses, is identifying whether it is a law or a reg, violation to bet on your own events in that in that particular state, because what some athletes don't realize in some states, if you bet on your own event, you actually just violated the law and now are subject to criminal arrest. Well, that's a heck of a bigger deterrent than you might be suspended for six months or for a year. Or in college, you might lose your senior season. No, no, you might go to jail. Mm -hmm. So I I think it's important to identify in in all these different instances what exactly the athletes are violating. And could it also be potentially criminal or is it just a regulatory violation or is it just a league policy? So one of the biggest challenges is actually identifying what the rules are in each of these jurisdictions. And again, with almost 300 jurisdictions, um, that can be a heavy lift sometimes.
1: Now, since I found out you were coming on, I have been dying to ask this question to you. I have a law office in New Jersey, which has sports betting since 2018. But I also have a law office right outside of Boston, Massachusetts, that has just started its sports betting industry in January. I'm curious, are you seeing more issues with newer sports betting jurisdictions, or does the newness of an industry bear no relation to the amount of integrity issues that you're detecting?
4: So I think overall, as new jurisdictions open, we tend to see. First of all, we tend to see a little bit less issues at first because, at the end of the day, they're focusing on licensing and yeah. launching, and they, you know, there's not as many people playing yet because the you, know, you have to get the awareness out. But they've also had the advantages of seeing that oh my goodness if we put this data mandate in place it works or if we do this it works or this should be this type of law so they've been able to see the good and bad of some of these other jurisdictions let's take ohio for example um you know look basically it was the diligent work of the great folks at the ohio casino control commission and the regulated operators in that state that identified the issue with the University of Alabama baseball coach. So yep. they're doing yep. a great job. They were able to look at all the regs in, other, in all the other states and say, okay, with four years of data and information now, maybe this didn't work as good as you know New Jersey and PA had hoped. But look, this worked great. They really got it right here. And they were able to pick and choose the best parts. So we tend to find as new states open, the regs tend to be, Um, better for integrity purposes. I'm not saying they're better overall. I don't want to get into the debate of whose regs are better. But they're able to take more learnings from four years or five years of actual launch and and wagering and, and incorporate the best of, of all of those different sets of regulations. So we tend to find that when the new states launch, their integrity regs are a little bit better.
1: You know, I'm glad you brought the Ohio Sportsbook and the University of Alabama baseball game. And, and and it's certainly a story that a lot of people are familiar with. Another story that made headlines is the suspension of NFL players for violating the league's gambling policy. I mean, and certainly they're still being investigated by a lot of people, but but not getting into specifics When suspicious betting is going on, what is the process that has to take place in order to, number one, detect a suspicious bet? And what happens once a bet is flagged for being suspicious? I'm I'm sure every incident or every occasion is different with different um, facts and and different processes. But is is there a certain order that, number one, has to be flagged? And how does that detection first, first come about?
4: So, number one, the biggest misnomer, I think, in integrity is that there is some magic number on each sport or each betting market. Like, if you bet 10000 on this market, someone's going to investigate it. And that's that couldn't be further from the truth. Mm-hmm. And in most instances, if you're able to make big, giant wagers on any sporting event other than, like, NFL sides and totals, the chances are the sports book that you're betting at knows you. You have to have a history with them to be able to make these big, giant wagers. They just don't let people walk off the street and bet 100000 on some random market or 200000 You need to have a, a history with that organism. So it's rarely actually a bet size. It's usually more abnormal activity for that individual once their sort of patterns have been established. So maybe somebody... Normally bets a hundred dollars a game on average on football games. Mm-hmm. bets college and Pro looks like he likes to bet football a lot. Normal bet size is hundred dollars. Suddenly he wants to bet25,000 dollars on the first set of a tennis match. Well, that's definitely abnormal. We're going to flag it and take a real look there or, hey, this you know this individual had an account. The account was dormant for a few months, didn't even have money in it. when it did. It was funded with a few hundred dollars. The guy used to bet $50 on mainstream sports like baseball and basketball. Now he wants to deposit $50,000 and bet it on an eSports tournament. Well, we're certainly going to take a look at that because it's not just the size of the bet. It's abnormal for the individual who has a pattern already established that he bets $50 on these other sports. And then we run AI on every market. So in every state, we run AI algorithms that come up and say okay here's what the average bet size is on every market so on a player prop maybe the average bet size is 78 dollars, and the average significant bets are like two thousand dollars but suddenly what we're seeing is or and the average total bet amount across the country on a particular player prop is like seven thousand five hundred dollars total uh, there's not too much money bet on it but today there's like $750,000 on it. And now we're looking into it. Why is there so much more money wagered on this prop today than there is normally? And then we look into all the circumstances, what's happening, and then immediately send it out to the operators because sometimes them taking a few big bets on a particular market, they don't understand that it's abnormal. But if they hear that the other, you know, that 71 other operators or something also took the same Bet within the same minute window, then they're like, "Ooh, something's going on. There's something up out there," Uh, and we can all look into it together. We can halt the betting market. So it's really it's an information show and information information flow and information sharing in real time. But it's never a number. It's never just, Mm -hmm. "Oh, well, there was fifty a fifty thousand dollar bet on this game. Let's look into it." It's almost always an abnormal. Uh, some type of abnormality identified that has to do with the pattern of the individuals.
1: Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. (laughs)
3: Some surprises are good. Some surprises are life-changing. And some surprises can be financially devastating. That's why you need 210 Home Buyers Warranty. 210 Home Buyers Warranty covers critical systems like your heating, cooling, and water heater. And appliances like your fridge from breakdowns caused by routine use. Because something will break down right when you need it most. A refrigerator breakdown can cost over $1,200 to replace. With 210, as little as $85. Water heater breakdown, nearly $1,800. With 210, as little as $85. AC breakdown, $2,500, with 210 as little as $85.
2: I enjoy knowing that any issues I may have with my home will be taken care of.
3: Everything was handled professionally.
2: The
0: response and service is always timely and professional.
3: No matter the age of your home or appliances, a home warranty service agreement from 210 Home Buyers Warranty can help reduce your financial stress. Call 800-683-1116. 800-683-1116. 800-683-1116. Call now to get two months free.
5: Some people like knocking boots. How to do? While others get lucky. And some just get it on. No matter how you do it or what you call it, Adam and Eve makes your whoopee hot with 50% off almost any one sexy item. Just enter offer code BOOTS2 at checkout and get 50% off plus 10 free gifts, including free shipping. First, get busy with a gift for you. Ooh. Shake the sheets with something exciting for them and hit a home run with a third item you'll both enjoy. Sounds like someone hit the sweet spot. Plus six free bonus gifts that'll make you say, bow-chicka-wow-wow. Adam and Eve is tapping that offer. Oh, yeah. With 50% off and 10 free gifts, including free shipping. Use offer code B-O-O-T-S-2 at adamandeve.com now. That's offer code boots Boots 2. Boots 2 at AdamandEve.com.
0: Auto Accident Help Desk is a marketing agency connecting callers with attorneys. Providers pay a fee for advertising services.
2: I love getting my kids ready and driving them to school.
0: But a careless driver can change your life in an instant. And insurance companies want to settle on the cheap. Auto Accident Help Desk connects victims with powerful lawyers. They fight for you.
2: I called Auto Accident Help Desk and got help for my pain and suffering.
0: Don't let an insurance company take advantage of you. Our attorneys fight and beat big insurance every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. If you've been injured in an automobile accident in the last six months, you owe it to yourself to make this free call with no obligation. We're available 24-7 to help you get the money you deserve for your pain and suffering. Auto Accident Help Desk helps accident victims like you every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766.
2: Every 40 seconds, a kid is reported missing. Find the Children provides educational material that teaches your kids how to recognize and avoid predators. Our recovery programs are very successful in bringing kids back home to their family. You can help protect our kids and bring the missing kids home safe by donating your unwanted car, truck, SUV, or van, running or not. We guarantee you will receive the maximum tax deduction. We provide fast free pickup, usually within 24 hours. Over 2,000 kids are reported missing every day Call now to donate your vehicle. Donate now to bring this kid's home safe.
3: Call 800-706-6060. 800-706-6060.
1: 800-706-6060. Get ready, Pennsylvania, to take the best poker games with you on the go anywhere in Pennsylvania with the World Series of Poker Real Money Online Poker app. For over 50 years, the World Series of Poker has been the most trusted name in poker. Now it's your chance to win WSOP circuit rings and WSOP bracelets from anywhere in the Commonwealth. And WSOP.com has a great new sign-up offer for its Pennsylvania players. Download the app or go to WSOP.com and sign up using our bonus code CARDS21. You'll get $25 in free play just for signing up. Get another $25 with your first deposit. That's $50 free play just by signing up and depositing with WSOP.com. And don't forget to Use our code CARDS21 at registration. Become a poker champion with an authentic WSOP experience right from the comfort of your own home or anywhere in the Keystone State. Download the WSOP app or go to WSOP.com and sign up today. The cards are in the air at WSOP.com. Must be 21 years or older. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to the House of Cards. I think we got a show. Oh, yeah, we got
6: a show. We definitely got a show. Oh,
5: yeah, there's a show. Hey, it's all about ratings, baby, and we got them.
1: Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. This portion of House of Cards is brought to you by SCCG Management, delivering technology-driven capability expertise and customer and business value to the gaming industry for over 30 years. For more information, go to sccgmanagement.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Matthew Holt, founder and CEO of U.S. Integrity. Now, I know U.S. Integrity is doing incredible things at the collegiate level, and I I know you just announced a deal with the Big West Conference, and I know you have partnerships with uh, Pac-12, the SEC, West Coast Conference, Big Sky Conference. What is U.S. Integrity's role with your partnerships with these conferences?
4: Number one, it's more Mm education-heavy. So we have to remember that all the professional sports leagues get significant sponsorship dollars from uh, from all of their regulated operators. So they're able to take those sponsorship dollars and invest them into big time education programs, awareness programs. The collegiate level, they don't have those sponsorships. And if we remember, the AGA actually came out and had some guidelines put in place that said they didn't believe the operators should be doing sponsorship deals with the universities. Mm-hmm. So not only are the universities held to sort of the same high standard in the U.S. because the number one and number three most wagered on events are Collegiate, March Madness, and the CFP Playoff, um, but they are not getting any additional income for those. So they're a little more hesitant sometimes to embrace and engage with sports betting because <clears throat> they're not seeing any revenue back from it directly directly. But they're still supposed to invest in addiction treatment, education, awareness, um, you know, integrity monitoring. So with them, it's a little – and at the end of the day, we all have to remember that almost every single collegiate administrator has been told throughout the entirety of their career, stay away from gambling, it'll crush you. We've seen coaches suspended for participating in March Madness brackets, never mind betting on, on their own events or anything. So at the end of the day, it's heavy education, it's heavy awareness, and then it's an understanding, it's sort of not just education in the formal sense, but making sure that you work with the same folks all the time so that they understand what the regulations are in their jurisdictions, they understand what betting really means, that when we see the different types of activity, what's normal, what's abnormal, um, so it really is. It's a heavier lift up front because mm-hmm. you know, there's more education involved because most of these collegiate folks have no idea about betting.
1: Well, like I said, U.S. integrity is always in the news. And a couple of days ago, I received a press release announcing a partnership with the University of Illinois Division of Intercollegiate Athletics. Tell us something about that partnership. Is that uh, education heavy as well, as you said, with the other uh, conferences that you're working with?
4: Sure. So that partnership, like many of our collegiate uh, school partnerships, is sort of a bundle of services. So that bundle includes education, both mobile and on-site education. So we'll at least uh, once or twice a year, I think, be on-site at the University of Illinois talking to the student-athletes. You know, it's such a fluid movement now in college athletics. With the transfer portal and people graduating, new freshmen coming in that, you know, being on campus, talking to the student athletes every year makes a big difference. It includes integrity monitoring of every event at the University of Illinois that actually has wagering at a regulated sports book. We all think about, you know, men's and women's basketball and football as the main sports, but we saw huge upticks in college baseball betting this year, college softball, wrestling in the Midwest. Uh, soccer, golf, when it gets to the levels of the NCAA tournament. So there's a lot of actual wagering activity in collegiate athletics. We monitor any of their events that have wagering at any regulated book across the country, you know, the different states with their player props and all of those rules. Um, so heavy integrity monitoring, heavy education, and then participation in a program we call pro which is we use double encryption technology, so schools, leagues, teams, etc., we put give them an app, basically software, on their servers that as uh, they upload their own lists of players, coaches, trainers, equipment managers, those lists are encrypted before it ever leaves their server. So nobody sees the names of who's on those lists, not us, not regulators, not the operators, and then on the other side, we do the same thing with regulated sportsbook operators. And when individuals at the University of Illinois or any you know participating league or team in the pro program attempt to make a wager on one of those events, A, it tells them that they're prohibited from doing so, and then it sends an alert to both the University of Illinois and the operator wow. where the abet was attempted to be placed in real time so that they know. And, and the whole goal of pro is... Let's stop these athletes. Think of the issues we've seen recently with the NFL, at Iowa, at Iowa State. Well, rather than busting people after, which isn't what we want to do, let's stop it at the root before the bets even happen. So now because the bets aren't going through, no one's actually violating the regs, and now the league can handle it the way they want to. And um, So, yeah, that's part of the bundle for the University of Illinois and very similar to what we do with most of the universities we work with across the country.
1: Talk to me about what U.S. integrity is doing at the professional level and when it comes to fraud detection or integrity monitoring. Is is there a different process when it comes to professional sports as opposed to collegiate sports, or are the tools utilized at both levels pretty much the same?
4: They're pretty much the same other than the fact that at this point, the professional has a, a much wider, more international base. So we certainly, we have, a, you know, the NFL plays games in Germany and Mexico and uh, the U.K., and thus we have to monitor the wagering and activity in a lot of different jurisdictions. So, you know, as we see the NBA and, and the NFL and so many of these sports expanding internationally to a wider level, the amount of coverage we have to make sure that we're getting in all of these different countries and jurisdictions is much more expansive in the professional side than it is at the collegiate side at this point. But the tools, the processes, the procedures are all pretty much the same.
1: Again, it seems like I'm reading about deals you're making every week. I know U.S. Integrity announced a partnership with Legacy Fighting Alliance, which is a mixed martial arts organization. And anyone who follows sports betting knows that MMA has become a huge sport to bet on. Tell us about that deal and what U.S. Integrity is doing in the world of MMA, because like I said, it has become a huge business.
4: Yeah, I think LFA was sort of the last holdout. We had contracts with UFC and Bellator and uh, the PFL and thus the LFA is one of the biggest feeder leagues to the UFC. Understood uh, the importance and the need for, for to have an independent integrity monitor. So now signing them, I think we work with every really significant MMA organization around the world and, MMA really does have a disadvantage, and we saw it in the UFC last November. They had a, a really big issue, and that issue was so, so big it actually led to, you know, the UFC being banned in, in Ontario and Canada for a little while to be bet on, and obviously they had several athletes that have are still under suspension from the Nevada State Athletic Commission. You know, that issue is, is still under FBI investigation, so I can't really comment in on any sure. detail on it. But the disadvantage they always had with things like insider information or education was that at the end of the day, if you're a professional league, no matter what, you can grab the trainers, the equipment managers, anyone who works for the team essentially also works for the league. And thus, if there's education materials you need them to get uh, and watch and, and understand, you can get it to them, that you, they can sign off on any training they have to go to, all of that where at the UFC level, the fighter himself is an independent contractor under contract with the UFC. But the fighter also needs trainers and cornermen and all these people affiliated directly with him who are not employees of the actual organization. So at the end of the day, when they send out all their education materials and gaming policies and anti-gambling language, while the fighters get it, The the trainers don't, and they're not subject to the same type of situation as a trainer would be on an MLB team or an NBA team. And thus, there really is this sort of extra hill to climb in terms of education, in terms of awareness, in terms of enforcement capabilities. And I give a lot of credit to the PFL, to the UFC, to these major MMA organizations. They go above and beyond to make sure that they're doing as much as they can, even though because of the situation, because of the fact that these people that are part of the fighting, the trainer, your corner men, your cup man, they're part of it. They know they have inside information. They're in the locker room with you. If your arm's hurt, if you yeah. hurt something during training, they know everything, yet they're not subject to the same scrutiny as they would be as a trainer in any other Uh, professional or collegiate sports league. So the MMA organizations have a higher hill to climb, and to their credit, they've met and exceeded all expectations, I think, over the last year.
1: Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. For more than 30 years, SCCG management has set a standard of excellence unmatched in the global gaming industry. From startups to established companies, SCCG Management and its team of experienced leaders help each of their clients navigate the ever-changing, fast-moving business of gaming in all its forms. Sports betting, iGaming, eSports, casino technology, SCCG Management provides a global network to connect its clients with the right strategic partners for growth on a global scale. SCCG also works with entrepreneurs, providing capital and resources to assist in the development of new and innovative products and platforms whether you're looking to enter the u.s market expand your reach to other parts of the world or establish your business in the global gaming industry look to sccg management for the guidance you need sccgmanagement.com expert solutions for strategic success
5: Breaks the IRS has ever offered. Call 800 353 2174. 800 353 2174. One Stop Tax Relief has resolved thousands of cases since 2014 and saved clients millions of dollars. Call now for a free consultation. Get the IRS off your back. Call 800 353 2174.
2: 800 353 2174. One Stop Tax Relief Shop.
6: Spectrum Gaming rides again with the return of the Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga this August 14th through the 16th at the Saratoga Hilton in Saratoga Springs, New York. The Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga is the premier national forum for industry decision makers, advocates, and patrons to discuss and analyze gaming trends in all sectors of the industry. Over 50 experts on more than a dozen panels all meeting for three days to examine the critical issues facing the gaming industry and share their ideas and insights. Register today at RacingAndGamingSaratoga.com to reserve your seat. And be sure and check out the website for full agenda and conference speaker list. The Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga this August 14th through the 16th at the Saratoga Hilton in Saratoga Springs, New York. Register today at RacingAndGamingSaratoga.com.
2: Every 40 seconds, a kid is reported missing. Find the Children provides educational material that teaches your kids how to recognize and avoid predators. Our recovery programs are very successful in bringing kids back home to their family. You can help protect our kids and bring the missing kids home safe by donating your unwanted car, truck, SUV, or van. Running or not, we guarantee you will receive the maximum tax deduction. We provide fast free pickup usually within 24 hours. Over 2000 kids are reported missing every day. Call now to donate your vehicle. Donate now to bring this kids home safe.
3: Call 800-706-6060. 800-706-6060. 800-706-6060.
0: You're listening to House of Cards. I'm talking sick piles of money. I'm talking lay on your bed in your Vegas room, throw the money in the air, and dance as it showers down on your money. I'm talking frosted glass limo money. I'm talking big cowboy hat silver turquoise buckle money. I'm talking gambling. I am in love with you.
1: Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weisshuttle with you. House of Cards is brought to you by the Life Hack Pack from More Labs. Unlock your best self with the Life Hack Pack from More Labs. The Life Hack Pack contains two bottles of Morning Recovery, two bottles of DreamWell, and two bottles of Liquid Focus. The Life Hack Pack is specially designed to help you live your life not just better, but smarter. Use promo code RADIO15 at morelabs.com to get 15% off your first purchase of the Life Hack Pack or any of their other great products. That's promo code RADIO15 to take advantage of this great promo of 15% off your first purchase at morelabs.com. You can finally do it all with help from MoreLabs. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Matthew Holt, founder and CEO of U.S. Integrity. One of the amazing things about the spread of sports betting is the exposure of new sports to the public. I mean, recently, U.S. Integrity announced a partnership with the World Long Drive. I have some kind of idea what that is, but I've I've never seen it before in my life. And and I know the president of GF Sports and Entertainment, who owns World Long Drive, said that the partnership with U.S. Integrity will allow their fans to eventually bet on the sport – Is that the first step of any relatively new sport to a lot of people is the reassurance and the knowledge that the sport is free from any fraudulent activity? I mean, for me, a partnership with U.S. Integrity is almost like the stamp of approval. But is that important for a new sport, especially new to the public, that they have this assurance that everything is free from fraudulent activity?
4: I think it really is. And we call that sector of our business emerging leagues. And in our world, what emerging leagues simply means is it's a league that hasn't had uh, legal sports betting on it before that would like to use it as a way to engage with their fans. So what we always do with those emerging leagues when we sign up with them is start with developing the right policies, procedures, anti-gambling language, governance structure that we know the state regulators are going to want to see so that as they apply for wagering approvals in those states because each state has a catalog of what is approved to wager on and if you want to be added to that catalog you have to show that you have the right governance oversight anti-gambling language policies and procedures in place So we always start by working with those leagues to develop those things. Then we'll introduce them to the right data companies to make sure, again, if you're going to have sports betting, there has to be a way for the sportsbook operators to watch the event live, get live scores, get official scores that they can use for grading of the events, for resulting and and grading for wagers, and then connecting them with sportsbooks to make sure the sportsbooks are interested in offering it, then going to the states, you know, handing in this big package that says, okay, they have the right anti-gambling language, governance, policies, procedures. They have sports books interested in offering it. They have the right data. Here's where you can watch the events. All of this stuff, there's a lot of hoops. And then, they, then they're allowed to start having wagers accepted on their events. And we have to remember that none of these leagues, you know, directly participate in gaming revenue. They might get sponsorship dollars, but it's not actual – revenue based on the number of bets. But what we have found is, look, sports and sports betting collided in 2018. Those two worlds will never be pulled apart. I think a lot of these emerging leagues know, because there's so many studies out there now that show people are 18 to 20 times more likely to watch an event they have a bet on than one they don't. So if they can get people placing wagers on their event, they think people will watch more of their events, attend more of their events. And thus are more likely to buy merchandise, you know be engaged, become a fan, et cetera. So emerging leagues has become a big <laughs> part of our business, and it's good to see that these leagues are trying to do it the right way, responsibly, and we continue to, to support any of these emerging leagues that have taken the initiative to um, try to engage with regulated sports betting in the most responsible manner
1: well i'm certainly going to try to use the term emerging leagues" a lot more, so uh, so I can fit in with you guys but uh, one of the things that a lot of people are talking about we have a lot of uh, people in the sports betting industry on this show, a lot of politicians on this show, and everyone is talking about maybe eSports being the next big betting activity and recently u s integrity did a deal with a company called Grid, and I know a lot of states now are trying to formulate rules and regulation when it comes to betting on eSports and, and I'm curious where do you see the future of eSports as a betting activity?
4: So interestingly enough, you know, eSports has been legal to wager on in Nevada Mm -hmm. even prior to the repeal of PASPA. And to be honest, across the world, if we say, you know, percentage of events that have integrity issues, eSports is either number one or number two (laughs) right there with tennis. Historically, there's been so many issues with it so far. What we got, you know, the partnership with Grid was, was to try to develop two things so that esports can grow into the betting community that we all think it should be. The participation numbers in esports dwarf anything we see in, in traditional That's in, sports. It's incredible. It, it's unbelievable the, the participation numbers, but. The integrity just hasn't been there, and part of it has been the data and the monitoring. So we're trying to work with Grid, who intends to work directly with the actual game publishers, the Riot, the Activision, Blizzards, these companies, so that we can get better real-time data, better information in real-time, better understanding of the betting markets, better monitoring, hopefully with better monitoring, and all of that, the participants will understand that if they try to attempt to do these things, they're going to likely be caught, and thus it'll be a good deterrent. Because if eSports ever reaches the engagement and betting numbers, if they they even slightly mirror the participation numbers, we're talking something that's like NFL-size wagering.
1: So with the spread of sports betting and of iGaming in this country, where do you think the future of integrity monitoring will be headed?
4: Well, I don't think that we're that much different than the SEC or FINRA in the financial services market. I think at the end of the day, it's going to be more data, more technology, um, because that's what we've seen on the financial service size. And at the end of the day, sports betting is not that much different from financial services. We even use the same terminology In the sports book, employees, risk managers, traders, hunters. (laughs) So at the end of the day, I mean, we're even calling them the exact same things. So why don't we use the same exact standards? You know, every single trade is examined independently by an SEC or a FINRA. At the end of the day, it should all just be data coming in in real time with systems, you know, identifying abnormalities, not people. And then using our people to talk to people on the other side when these abnormalities are detected, so in real time we can get a feel of how abnormal or suspicious people think it is, and then get alerts out to the industry in real time. I think we're going to continue to evolve, continue to improve the technology, and probably start to more and more mirror what we see on the financial services side.
1: Matt, we're running out of time, but can you give out a website so people can check out US integrity and see all the great things you guys are doing in the sports betting and gambling industry?
4: Sure, so it's uh usintegrity.com and you know, look, we're, you know, if anyone ever wants to reach out, we're happy to walk people through what we do, how we do it. Um, We're a B2B company, so we don't necessarily have, you know, services direct-to-consumer. But, uh, again, really excited about where we are in the ecosystem. And I think the more the general public is educated on integrity, the better for everybody. So if anyone ever wants to learn more, we're happy to talk to them.
1: Matthew Holt, CEO and founder of U.S. Integrity, thank you so much for coming on and telling us all about the amazing things you're doing in the gaming industry. Like I've been saying, U.S. Integrity is a company I am continually hearing about and how they're doing amazing things for the sports betting and gaming communities in this country. Please come back and keep us updated about what's going on with U.S. Integrity. Thanks so much for your time.
4: Yeah, thanks for having me. Have a great day. Take care.
1: Well, that'll do for us this week. We'll see you next time with House of Cards.